Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is going to be a doozy. This is going to be a fun one because, my goodness, that baseball game that we watched at Progressive Field in Cleveland, Ohio, had really a little bit of everything. It was an absolute thriller as the New York Yankees advanced to the American League Division Series, a game that had it all. It was lead changes galore. There were questionable managerial moves. There were big hits, big pitches, all sorts of crazy stuff, and the Yankees survived by the score of 10-9. to I don't know, honestly, where to begin with this game because there are certain games like where you come on the air and... It's very simple. Like last night, for example, you know, you get into Garrett Cole, you do uh, a little Iron Judge, bing, bang, boom, and then you get into your monologue. This game has so many different nooks and crannies. It's going to be tough to keep up, but we're going to do the best we can here. It started with the delay, which I tweeted about. If you follow me on Twitter, you know the deal. John underscore Jastrzemski. All right, so they delay the game about 40, 45 minutes, right? We're supposed to start at 7 o'clock. Get back around 7.45, 7.50. Okay, they were ready to start, ready to play. Then you go through the top half of the first inning. Bottom half of the first inning, you were watching the game, and it is a monsoon in Cleveland. The wind is howling. It's pouring rain. And for a guy who's been as dominant in the postseason as Masahiro Tanaka, do I think it had an effect on him? 100%. That's not a cop-out. Look at his postseason numbers. Tanaka gives up a run. There's a runner on second base, and then all of a sudden, Tarp comes back on the field. And if I were Aaron Boone, I'd be losing it. Because why in a playoff game are we going to be in a position where all of a sudden now, we're going to throw guys on the field, play for 30 minutes, and then put the tarp on? That's just an absolute joke. Nonetheless, you get through the delay. Tanaka comes back out because it's short enough. It's about a half hour, 35 minutes. And... It's pretty obvious that Masahiro Tanaka does not have it. Naylor gets him again. It's 4-0 Indians. And you're wondering with this best of three format, how are the Yankees and how is Aaron Boone going to place it all together? But this is where you got to credit 
the Yankee lineup. And we're going to get to so many different guys on this Yankee team that really stepped up in a big way. I'm starting here with a guy who's much maligned. And I've killed him a ton. And I know many of you kill him all the time. I was taking calls last night from Yankee fans saying they didn't want John Carlos Stanton in the lineup. Well, John Carlos Stanton set a tone for this game, getting you right back on the scoreboard with a solo shot. His at-bat quality throughout the night was terrific. Not chasing, finding a way to get on base, doing the little things that are necessary if you're going to be a part of a winning championship team. Very encouraged, very enthused by the play of Stanton here on Wednesday night. But the at-bat that really changed the fortunes for the New York Yankees after Stanton works a walk, after the Shields ends up butchering the play out in center field, the triple off the bat of Aaron Hicks, Jurashella comes to the plate, and this is after the Indians and Alomar take Carrasco out of the game, which I did not understand. He goes to Cornishak, who's basically Ricky Vaughn reincarnated. He's got the hair. He's wearing 99. I mean, he's basically trying to be wild then. I was shocked because that was his first postseason performance, right? He is this young, high-strung, very talented kid. Look, I had him in fantasy. Struck out a ton of guys. His stuff's nasty. You're going to bring him into the game, bases loaded, nobody out? I thought that was crazy by Sandy Alma. I thought that made absolutely no sense. Got burned by it. Urshela hits the grand slam. All of a sudden, the Yankees have the lead, and you're feeling really good. Because Tanaka has settled in. You know the Yankees have a rested bullpen. And you're like, all right, this should be hopefully a game that's in cruise control. Well, you get to the bottom half of the fifth inning. It's not in cruise control. Tanaka puts a couple runners on base. Aaron Boone, to me, made the right move in getting Tanaka out of the game in the bottom half of the fifth inning. He goes to Chad Green. And Chad Green gives up the triple to Jose Ramirez. Ties the ball game up. So all of a sudden, that hard work, overcoming that 4 nothing deficit, gone. Game's tied at six, and you got the winning run at third base with nobody out. Green, to his credit, does a very, very good job and gets you out of that inning. When you can work out of runner on third, nobody out, I give you props for that. Then you get to another of the much maligned New York Yankees. And that brings me to Gary Sanchez, who had an impact in this game in more ways than one. But he comes up after Brett Gardner works a terrific at bat, goes the opposite field, takes advantage maybe of a little bit of a wind tunnel, and hits you a massive go-ahead to run homer. Aaron Boone rewarded for the decision to put Gary Sanchez in the lineup. I don't think I'll be taking any calls on that throughout the course of this show. And at that point in the game, I think you're feeling better about things if you're the Yankees. At least I did. I should have known better. This is where you get to Aaron Boone and some of the decisions he made that I'm going to take the task. Number one, and I didn't tweet this during the game because I I usually like to save all my thoughts for when I get on the air, but sometimes you just, you know, you can't help yourself. Like a game like today, you just can't help yourself. When he pinch ran Tyler Wade for Luke Voigt, I hated it in the top half of the seventh inning. Because my thought was, okay, Voight's going to get another at bat. This has been a wild and a chaotic game. 
I'm going to want to have at least one more battle with Void. You want to do that in the ninth inning? You know Void is already hit. He's not going to hit again. Or even two outs in the eighth inning. You could sell me on that. You cannot take out a guy who has been one of your best hitters. And for my money, he's the team MVP in 2020. Can't do it. And sure enough, Void's spot came up in the order in a big situation in the game. That's a mistake that Aaron Boone made as far as I'm concerned. Then you get to the bottom half of the seventh, and this is where I'm going to take the Yankee manager to task for the bullpen management. Zach Britton gets two quick outs, but then he walks two guys. And Josh Naylor has been the Indians player in watching these two games that has torn him apart. Tore him apart last night. He tore him apart in game two. And Sandy Alomar goes to the bench for a right-handed hitter. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. He's taking Naylor out of the game? How in the world can he do this? To counter that move, though, Aaron Boone yanks Britton out in the seventh inning and goes to Loazaga. Zach Britton has been your best reliever all year. If you've watched the Yankees play all year, you know that's the case. He's at what? 24, 25 pitches? You have to let Britton go and finish that inning. You're going to put Jonathan Loazaga in a game, postseason spot, first and second, game on the line? I hate that. Give him a clean inning if you're going to bring him in. That's got to be Britton's spot. It wasn't. And Loazaga ends up yucking it up and they end up tying the game. Yes, Zach Britton's got to throw strikes. Yes, the Yankee relievers have got to be better. That was just puzzling, puzzling management. I want to hear about the two walks. He is your best. He didn't throw 40 pitches. Let him get out of that inning. To me, that's an easy call. But then you get to the eighth inning, and the Yankees don't score in the top half. They send up Frazier to hit for Wade. Tough spot for Clint. Coming in cold off the bench. Doesn't do the job. Okay. Bottom of the inning. First guy gets on against Loisaga. After he just gave up a double to tie the game, get his rear end out. He waits a batter too long. And sure enough, Lindor gets on base. And then all of a sudden, you see Chapman coming into the game. Where was Chapman for Francisco Lindor? That's what I want to know. If you're going to have the sense of urgency to go to a world as Chapman there, and you should, eighth inning, tie game, best of three, didn't pitch Chapman the night before. Minute Loisica puts the first guy on base. Zwerin's got to be out of the game. So those are three moves right there that I had like circle watching this game saying, man, Yankee manager is going to get roasted by me for these. Hernandez gets the base hit. And all of a sudden, I'm watching this Yankee game, folks, and I am absolutely sick to my stomach. Because they used a whole lot of relief arms. They had multiple leads, and all of a sudden, they're trailing. And not only are they trailing, the Indians have a chance to get even more runs. Much like the Giorgio Grand Slam, you could make the argument, is one of the biggest hits of this game, maybe the biggest hit of this game. He was also responsible for a play that should not be forgotten in any way. Urshela turning that double play, which was spectacular, on Carlos Santana. Getting you out of that inning, 
keeping it at a one-run deficit, allowed what happened in the top half of the ninth inning to happen. That is the magic and the beauty of Gio Rochelle as a player. He's no fluke. We have now come to a point where you have to acknowledge Gio Rochella is going to go down as one of the great finds that Brian Cashman has ever had as Yankee general manager. And I'm sure there are a whole lot of guys in that Cleveland Indian dugout. Jose Ramirez, Frankie Lindor, guys who you know played with Urshela when he was on the team in 2017, saying, man, who the hell is this guy? Because he was the weak hitting, you know, eight, nine hitter at third base. And not only was a weak hitter in that Yankee series back in 17, Rochelle was kicking the ball all over the place. He was miserable at third base in that series. Now he is this blossoming star for the New York Yankees. That play, that double play, saved the game. But the Yankee bats, to their credit, that have been relentless in these two games, they were relentless once again in the top half of the ninth inning. And I bring it back to John Carlos Stanton because how many times have we seen Stanton try to be the hero, try to force the issue when he's hitting in these late game clutch situations? He's facing Brad Hand. He didn't do that. He worked the quality at bat, worked the walk. Started that inning off in a big way. Because you know what? You're a base runner. One run game. Ninth inning, you matter. Rochella comes up. And there are just certain guys on this Yankee team you have the utmost confidence in. Rochella's one of those guys. You know he's going to give you a good at bat. Works a deep count. Battles. Gets the base hit up the middle. Now the Yankees caught a massive break in the ninth inning. I'm not going to sugarcoat this. First and second, nobody out. Glaber Torres hits that chopper. Do I think they turn two? Probably not. Do they get an out there? For sure. And instead of maybe having one out, second and third, or one out, first and third, Brett Hand boots the ball, bases loaded, nobody out. And it was significant because Gardner struck out. Good at bat, lengthy at bat, struck out. But the Yankee clutch hitting in this series, and the clutch hitting especially here in game two, was stupendous. And how many Yankee fans maybe had a knot in their stomach after Brett Gardner struck out and Gary Sanchez comes to the plate with the bases loaded? I bet there were a whole lot of Yankee fans saying, oh, geez, of course. It's going to come down to Sanchez because it always Seems to come down to Gary Sanchez. And to his credit, he did exactly what needed to be done. Doesn't got to be a grand slam. Doesn't have to be, you know, a bases clearing double. Keep the line moving. Sack fly to dead center field, tying the ball game up. Aaron Boone is going to take a lot of heat for the way he managed the bullpen. And I'm going to give him a whole lot of crap for that. Because I'm not in love with the job that he did. And taking Luke Voigt out of the game. But I am going to give the manager credit. He played two hunches in game one and game two. Both worked out in a big way. Gardner starting game one. Nobody's going to knock that. Sanchez starting game two. Two run homer. Game tying sacrifice fly. 
recruited patch throughout. Massive. And you just knew, once the Yankees tied the game up, that their best clutch hitter, and quite possibly their best hitter, was coming up to deliver the key blow. There were a whole lot of times that I was feeling crazy anxiety watching this game. Where it was one of those games where, truth be told, if I was not working tonight, I might have had an extra beverage or two. Because I would have needed it, okay? It would have been one of those nights where I would have needed to be, you know, calmed down a little bit. Working right though. So I got to be well behaved. But even with my anxiety being as high as it was, I fully expected DJ LeMayu to deliver for the Yankees. Why? Because that's what DJ LeMayu has done throughout his entire Yankee career. He is a flat-out monster, and he's the machine, baby. You know the machine is going to come through. Runner on second base, two outs in the ninth inning. Go ahead, RBI hit. Was it anxiety-free bottom half of the ninth inning? Of course not. Chapman gets the first two guys. He's experimenting and working with this splitter. Gets by Gary Sanchez. He's got to get one more guy. So he's got to strike out an extra guy in the inning. No harm, no foul. But the Yankees against a team that had quite possibly the best starting pitching in the American League this year. Find a way to win this series in two. Is that cause for celebration? Not necessarily. Yankees expected to be here. This series would have been an out-and-out debacle of epic proportions if the Yankees couldn't find a way to get past Cleveland and get to the division series. But now, the stage is set for what will be a highly anticipated and a hotly contested division series with the Yankees' arch nemesis here in 2020. A team that owned them in the regular season. A team that took... Great satisfaction in beating them down in the regular season. The stage is now set for the Yankees and the Tampa Bay Rays in San Diego, California, starting on Monday. That is as juicy as it gets. And we'll have plenty of time between now and Monday to look ahead to the Tampa series. I feel like a good majority of tonight is going to be you know, devoted to this just wild, crazy, insane type of game. Yankee lineup, I had questions about going into this series. They answered a whole lot of my questions. They were terrific. They were relentless. That was not subpar pitching they went up against. That was high-quality pitching, and they mashed. Up on the lineup, I thought the at-bats were great. My concern, though, going into this Tampa series is going to be this. The so-called strength for years for this Yankee team has been its bullpen. I've said it all season, and you clearly noticed it in this game against Cleveland. Yankee bullpen is an arm or two short. With Tommy Canley being on the shelf, With Adam Adovino not, at this point in time, being an Aaron Boone's circle of trust, Yankees are going to face a heavy disadvantage when Tampa's running out, to use Kevin Cash's terminology, the stable of guys who are throwing 98-99. He's got the full stable. 
of guys who can do that. And he's got like 11 or 12 guys who have saved the game this year. That raised bullpen is scary good. They can mix and match with you. They got arms gore. And when you're playing in four or five straight days, they're not going to be overtaxed. The Yankees will be. So enjoy tonight. The Yankees found a way. Their bats found a way. They showed a whole lot of resilience in this game, which you have to respect. But I think that bullpen and the questions you have about that bullpen, that to me is my number one concern as the Yankees get ready for the Tampa Bay Rays. Those guys have got to be able to get big outs. And if they don't, Yankees aren't going to be going to the ALCS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.